everyone, welcome to another episode of Sis Chat. I'm your host, Vanessa. And I'm Narissa. And Vanessa, how are you doing today? I know we're recording the in the night right now, so how's it going? When I tell you I'm struggling, okay? Um, but I'm gonna keep it together for this episode. I'm just a bit tired. And I was telling you this off the podcast, but I felt like today was one of the most confusing day because people kept misunderstanding the things I was saying. So hopefully throughout this podcast episode, I can speak clearly and <laughs> and say what I mean and, you know, and not maybe mince my words. And hopefully whoever is listening to this when it comes out understands the messages I'm trying to convey throughout the episode. That's my only goal for this one. Hopefully well, nobody misunderstands me when they listen to this episode. Well, um, well, I'm sure there's any misunderstanding. I'll be able to try to clarify it as much as possible. Or maybe we'll have a detailed conversation that leads to it being clear. But I don't think there'll be too much of a misunderstanding because today we're talking about just um, some like movies and TV shows just because Halloween is around the corner and, you know, that's a time for horror movies and all the things. And it's actually interesting because tomorrow is Friday the 13th. This isn't coming out on Friday the 13th, but for us in real life, tomorrow is Friday the 13th, which is just, um, it's always interesting when that happens in October because that's supposed to be uh, like a superstitious bad luck type of day. Can I say something? So I'm going to be um, traveling for the weekend. And when I tell you, I thought about booking my flight in the evening on Friday the 13th. And I was like, you know, Vanessa, it's okay. Just go the morning of Saturday. <laughs> really? <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, you know, girl, if you have a doubt in your mind, just wait till the next day. It's okay. I mean, that wasn't the only factor, but that was a bit of a factor that just made me be like, you know, how about you just get a rest that evening and then just travel the next morning? It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. You know, honestly, if your gut or anything is telling you something, well, probably best to listen to it. I mean, it's not like it's an emergency that you had to be there on Friday the 13th, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I know I'm not going to go too much into it, but I know a friend of mine who works, he got an email saying that it's going to be like protests around places tomorrow. So it's just like, hmm, might be best to not, um, you know, just be cautious a little bit. So yeah, maybe that's something to it. Yeah, there are definitely lots of protests going on. And hopefully, you know, the people protesting, you know, their causes, you know, they, they get the, the solutions and, the goals they're trying to meet with those. So, yeah. So back to the movies and Halloween. Let's note that when you said Halloween, I wasn't like, yay, you know? That is not... eh. There's some people who love Halloween. There's some people who love horror, everything. I'm not one of those people. Yeah, I'm not one of those people either, but I think I can appreciate a good scary story. Like a appreciate yes appreciate because there's some stories that the kind of horror that i've like started to like are the ones that um not just horror for horror's sake there's this one movie that i'm going to talk about that i think it's the very it 
it's horror that I don't want to say makes you think, but it kind of makes you like assess certain things. And I really enjoy that. I just like the horror, like the, do you know the Saw movies? No, ma'am. Have I heard of them? Yes. I don't live under a rock. Have I watched them? No. Yeah, so I haven't watched them either. I remember the first time we watched it, or I became aware of them. This was um way back when, when um, you know, one of our um one of our relatives used to live in Avon, and so they played it on the TV, and I didn't I didn't like it at all. Was it Avon or Maryland? One of those places. I don't remember. But the first time I became aware of the Saw movies, I did not like it at all because it was just all gore and people slicing people and I didn't just see a point to that kind of violence because to me like if a horror movie is just killing people just to kill people it makes absolutely no sense to me so movies like the Saw franchise don't really care for them um movies that talk about like demons and stuff don't really care for those either because then it just It, it almost never makes any sense because they're like, oh, this demon is so powerful, we can never kill it, but then they always kill it, but then it's not really dead because they need a sequel. So those kind of movies, too, don't really do it for me. However, there are a few good shows that I would say do horror and maybe thriller really, really nice. And the one, one of the... I'm trying to decide if I should talk about the movie first or if I should talk about the TV shows first. Like, You know, before before you decide which one to mm -hmm. choose, I want to read some stats for you real quick. Okay. And this is according to Deloitte. You know, Deloitte is always coming through with the data. Um, so, and maybe you can guess this. How much of the U.S. population likes horror movies? And this is a study from 2022. So can you guess how much of the U.S. population likes horror movies uh it has to be uh, maybe like 60 percent uh no okay so 21 percent. that low yes that is interesting yes yeah, so 21 percent of people and i'm sure you know they of course i'm sure they didn't ask everybody in the whole u.s but from the you know group of people that they were able to ask Most twenty one percent of them said they liked horror movies, and now in that twenty one percent, you have Gen Zs, millennials, and Gen X. So twenty eight percent of Gen Zs like horror movies. Twenty four percent of millennials like horror movies, and nineteen percent of Gen X likes horror movies. Hmm. Yeah, so Gen Z, I, I don't know why they like horror movies so much, but yeah, they they're high up there with loving horror movies. Gen Z are kind of like on social media; they're just known for being chaotic. So yeah, that that kind they of tracks. find a funny way to talk about it too. Like, oh my god, she just killed her! Wow. You know, that's actually one of my favorite pastime watching horror movies. It's just. Just saying all the ways that it's not possible. But one of the reasons is that this one, there's this YouTube channel that I watch called Cinema Sins, right? And basically, mm. their whole thing is to go through movies and point out everything that's wrong with the movie. And I find it quite comical when they do that. And so when I'm watching horror movies or just 
most things in general, but especially horror movies, I just go through and just say, oh, that's not possible. Mm, well, you could just leave. Mm, yeah. And then it just sort of, it makes it really funny. I will say there's one movie that I watched in theaters, I think two years ago. That was a horror movie. And I thought it was a good horror movie, not because I was scared, but just because it was, um, in my head, it was kind of campy. It was like a coming of age story, but in horror. It's called The Black Phone. Have you heard of it? Nope. Well, the <laughs> the black phone. The premise of the movie is there's, there's this guy called the Grabber, and he kidnaps children. And then there's um, and then there's a a kid who gets kidnapped, and his sister is psychic. And then basically just, and they're both psychic, and try to like the kid that was kidnapped. He's he's trying to plot his escape before he meets the fate that the other kids met. You know, so it's just a very for me, it's like a fun story, even though it sounds very horrific, but it's a fun story because about these kids taking out these bad guys. So I watched that in theaters and it was it was um, it was pretty campy. I liked it. So that was that was one of the movies that I watched that I think it wasn't really scary, in my opinion, like not as scary as the one that I'm going to talk about. But it was I enjoyed it. So that was a that's a good one. The Black Phone. I recommend it. It's campy. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, I don't recommend. Um, I don't like scary movies. I don't like being scared. Every time I watch anything that feels, seems, sounds like a scary movie, I need to watch a cartoon afterwards just mm-hmm. to make, you know, just to like get me, you know, nice memories, you know, flowers and little cartoons singing um and hopefully that drives away all the scary scary pictures and thoughts um in in my mind at least that that's my goal so yeah i don't really watch a lot of scary movies i one movie that i did watch a while back that was scary is us us Mm. Us. um i can't tell you what it was about um but i just remember toward the end where you couldn't tell who was who like who the real people were and who the scary people were okay it's basically you have a clone an evil clone and they're taking over so let's say my sister and i in the same room or in the same home or whatever our evil evil clone will come and practically kill me and then take over and my sister might not know that that's an evil clone so anyways very scary i try not to think about it but i guess it was well done i just try not to think about it yeah so also it's one of those movies that i enjoyed watching it however something that i don't like and this might just be because of the time when the movies the movie was produced um you know by because it's a movie by jordan peele and i think he had just done or not just done, but what's that other movie was just in everybody's mind. There's a movie that he did that everybody liked. Get Out? Yes. So he had done Get Out, and that was a smash hit. And one of the things for Get Out was that a lot of people analyze Get Out. And I get it. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. But a lot of people analyze it. So I think going into Us, what I was, my brain was already primed for analyzing the movie. Because that's what so many people had done for Get Out. And that's not Jordan Peele's fault. I, I don't even 
like it the movie itself is great but i think because i was just so primed for analyzing it was hard for me to enjoy the movie because i kept thinking like oh what does this mean what does this mean what does this mean and for me entertainment is first when it comes to a movie like i don't like movies that have like they have a message and that's what's first i like movies that are entertaining first and then you dig down deeper and then you can find a meaning but i feel like going into us my brain was just primed for analyzing and so it was hard for me to enjoy it the way i would enjoy regular movies but i remember that movie i know one of the theories was that um lupita nyongo like throughout the entire movie her clone was the quote unquote normal one do you remember do you remember yeah <laughs> yeah so her clone had had switched with her when she first oh, went younger, right yeah so that was the the off version of her was the human part at something <laughs> so i remember i remember one of those three when they were just like the the boy and the mom they're the real clones even though they can talk normal they're the real clones so that was um that was something but that was also a good movie and i remember um Another movie by Jordan Peele that I watched. Did you watch Nope? Nope. Oh my goodness. N O P E. No. Yes. You didn't watch it? Nope was a really good movie. That I enjoyed it. Um I, the movie was great. And one of the things that I loved about the movie was um the I I think you call it the cinematography. Like the pick the movie itself was beautiful. Just watching it was beautiful. But then the storyline was great. I think um there was this part of the movie that I'm trying to remember when we were riding, one of them was riding the horse and then the bike. And I don't know if you classify Nope as horror though. Maybe a thriller. I'm not sure about horror, but that that was a pretty good movie. I would recommend that people watch Nope because <laughs> um, Daniel Kalule and um, Kiki Palmer did an amazing job. So absolutely love it. But no, that's not the movie that I want to talk about. And I'm still... I'm still conflicted if I should talk about the movies first or the TV shows, but I'll talk about the movie first. The movie I want to talk about first is called His House. Have you ever heard of the movie His House? No. Uh, why am I even asking you? Of course you haven't heard of it. So His House, it's this movie. And when people ask me, what's your favorite horror movie? And they expect me to say something like um, Friday the 13th or I don't know, something with Halloween the movie not the not the holiday but i say his house because his house is a fantastic horror movie and i'm just gonna say if you haven't watched it and for some reason you want to watch it based on a podcast thank you this is going to include spoilers so please spoilers yeah they're going to be spoilers for like the next couple of minutes so if you don't want to if you don't want any spoilers pause this or maybe skip it to like five minutes down the line and go from there. But his house is this movie. And I remember watching it because it had um, two actors, one actor and one actress that I really liked. So it had um, Matt Smith, which is how I was drawn to it. It had Matt Smith in it. And Matt Smith is, um he plays the 11th doctor in the doctor who series. And I absolutely love mm. doctor who. Okay. And it has this um, other actress below me, Mas Masuku, I think that's how you say her name. Olomi Masuku. It it has her, and she's this Nigerian actress that has been um 
in just a lot of things that I've watched, I remember watching her in this TV show called, um, I think, The End of the Effing World. So it's like the end of the fucking world or something like that. And I remember watching her there and I really liked her in it. I was just like, oh, she's in this one too. Let me see what's about. So I started watching it. And th- this is the premise of the of the movie. So it's about a, a Sudanese couple, right? So they escaped to England because they, they come to England seeking refugees because of the conflict going on in, in Sudan. or I think it's South Sudan, but yeah, in going on in Sudan. So they escaped to England and they are giving they're giving a house to live in because um you know they're seeking asylum so they're giving a place to stay in and they can't leave the place because that's how the government keeps track of them right so mm-hmm. they stay in this house and the house is is haunted by spirits by mm-hmm. just entities and the one the reason i absolutely love them the, sh- the the movie is because of how the two characters are so the woman is very much like she wants to she wants to embrace her her Sudanese side like she wants to dress like she's in um, the Sudan she wants to speak their native language she wants to just be like I'm Sudanese and this is who I am. Meanwhile, the man wants to adopt, adapt to the um to England. He's like, this is our new home. We need we need to be here, you know, we need to assimilate so that they can give us our papers. They can give us basically he wants to forget everything about the past and then she wants to sort of like live in it and just say, yeah. This is my um, I'm Sudanese, I'm proud of it and everything. Mm-hmm. And then as the movie goes on, they're being attacked by several different spirits for several different reasons. And the woman believes that they're being attacked because of um they're being the woman believes that they're being attacked because they have a debt to pay. But she doesn't really right. understand what the debt is yet. And as the Yeah, as the as the movie goes on, you start to realize what the debt is. And then towards there's a part of the movie where you're just like, holy shit, this is bad. So the woman, she first of all, she has um she has survival remorse, survival guilt. Is that what they call it? I think mm-hmm. it's survival guilt because she survived uh sort of a massacre in her village. She survived yeah. that. So she's um she has remorse for that because she knows people, obviously, she knows people who didn't survive that. And mm-hmm. so and then she and her husband, while they were fleeing, they were in, uh, and this is why I'm saying spoilers, because I'm basically telling the plot of it. But she and her husband, while they were fleeing the conflict in their village, they um, they unfortunately were in a on a boat that capsized. And you know, that's not just something that happens in the movies. That's a very real reality where unfortunately people fleeing their homes there um you know the boat capsides and thousands of people are lost at sea and just gone forever so that was one of the things that she had to the both of them had to um to deal with like that trauma from that experience where they both capsized and a lot of the people that they knew also died because they both sank and both of them survived. And so some of the people from that boat was were the people also haunting the house. And um 
Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and then one of the key figures that was haunting the house was a little girl. And the little girl is um, said it's known to be their daughter. The woman believes that is her daughter. And so she feels betrayed. She feels hurt that their daughter died and she survived. However, and this is like one of the most heartbreaking thing of the movie, and it's one of the biggest spoilers ever. So what happened was that while the woman and her husband, while they were fleeing the conflict in Sudan, they were going to get on a on a car in a, on like a truck, and the truck was crowded, was very crowded, and so they couldn't gain entry to the truck unless they had a child. And so what happened was that the man, you know, panicking, trying to save his wife, was like, grabs a child from the crowd mm -hmm. and says, this is our kid. And so he grabs the child from the crowd and pulls his wife to him and get, gets on the car. And as the car is driving away, you see the little girl and the little girl is crying out to her mom who is actually in the crowd. And she's trying to reach out to her mom because she's just been kidnapped. And so, and you see the mom also crying for her kid, like, you know, they've, they've taken my child. And so yeah. the, the mother gets lost in the chaos and it's assumed that the mother died because people were shooting at them, which is why the car was trying to get out of there. So mm -hmm. not only did they kidnap this girl, Unfortunately, the child dies because the child was one of the people who drowned. Gotcha. And then, and the when the boat when the ship capsized, so they're being haunted by all of that, and it just becomes like um towards the end of the movie, the guy finally accepted what he did, and he under he and he he doesn't do it like out of um. How do I put it? It's just the re he just realizes that he cannot escape the past, no matter how much he tries. He has to, he has to live with what he had done, even though he had kind of like no choice. He was mm -hmm. trying to save his life and the woman that he loved. Mm -hmm. So, um, and he regrets everything, but he just he stops trying to like push aside what happened, and he accepts it. And the woman also, um. She also has to like accept the guy for who he is because she's she sort of blames him throughout the movie, but then towards the end of the movie she re she realizes that okay, you know, this is where we are. He didn't really have a choice. This is where we are right now and we must live with our past and we must also move on to the future, like move on with our lives in the future. And one of the yeah. things that I absolutely love about the movie because is that it deals with um like trauma and PTSD in the in a way that's visually stunning, but you can also understand it. Mm, because okay. all these ghosts around them are a manifestation of their guilt and the trauma of and of everything that they've gone through. And you can understand that. And so that's why I think it's like one of like the best horror movies I've ever seen. Because you can you can understand why they're seeing the little girl. You can understand the guilt from everyone else of um dying and they survived. And then you can understand the man feeling like, uh, like he, he just feels terrible, so bad that he wants to leave everything behind and forget everything, but then he can't because he, well, he cannot, he literally cannot do that. So yeah. 
that's one of the movies that's one of the reasons why i think this movie i recommend it to for people to watch because i'm just like his house is a pretty it's a pretty good movie you're watching it and then you're it just keeps hitting you with all these things and it's um no it's it's amazing and i also think and i think i've said it before but it just highlights the trauma that some people um some like what some immigrants go through because i cannot imagine that situation being an easy situation having to escape in that manner or you know some people who survive horrific situations so you know that's why that's why i 100 always recommend that movie when people ask me my favorite horror movie it's his house and it used to be on netflix i don't know if it's on netflix anymore but that's the movie great horror movie I can tell you right now, I'm not going to watch it. However, it sounds very, very, like, it sounds worth it. It mm-hmm. does. Okay, because, you know, you had earlier said you want to watch a movie, be entertained, and then think about the message later. So that it sounds like that's exactly what happened mm-hmm. when you watched it. So, yeah, I guess I'm glad for you. I know if I watched that, I'd be reading so many nice, sweet, romantic books or you know, watching really light shows or watching The Flash, you know, something that's going to make me not think too much but make me feel a bit happy, you know, and not scared. So not watching that. But again, sounds pretty, pretty cool. The message, again, is is relevant and great. Um, I think for me, a horror movie, sets of horror movies that I can talk about that I guess didn't really scare me, but like have potential to scare Harry Potter and I know there's probably some people gonna who are gonna roll their eyes because like I don't know if I <laughs> consider Harry Potter horror horror but you know they have ghosts there you have Voldemort oh my goodness I remember being young and watching Harry Potter yo Voldemort scary mm-hmm. scary and then you know how they do all of these different um and then the ba- basilisk or whatever snake mm-hmm. and then the big one all those things were scary, okay? And then you have, when they talk about Voldemort, it says, oh, who must not, he who must not be named. Mm-hmm. Bro, you could be having dreams of that space. Like, that's scary. Anyways, so yeah, that's the only one I can say. Like, us was really, really scary, scary. Um, Harry Potter was like, you know, like you see something, you just kind of yell a little bit. Like, oh my gosh, that's scary. Um, yeah, but that was a fun, that was a fun Um want to watch though harry potter i read all of the books yeah well. i remember so, that yeah you still you still love it it was it was great entertainment for my for me as a, as a kid um i haven't really watched it now that much but yeah i think i think that's that's it i don't really know a lot of other scary scary shows i think i've watched others but i kind of like blocked them out of my mind like chucky i remember that but i don't remember exactly what happened um Anything that has to do with people just being, oh my goodness, I don't know if it's horror. This one is her, but um, what's that? What's that show? The one that was on Netflix that everybody was going crazy over. Squid Game. Squid Game is that horror? Because when I tell you the first few episodes of them shooting people, I kid you not. I kid you not. I paused it, and I took a second. Yeah. And I said, anyway. Ain't no way. Because <laughs> what do you mean? I I thought the first one, boo, I thought, okay, they're just joking. They're just trying to scare people. Nah, bro. 
They kept killing more people. Mm-hmm. You lose, they kill you. Do you know how scary that is? And only towards the end for that old man talking about some, oh, my friends and I were bored. So we came up with this game. You're mad. You're mad. Yeah. You know, I think that was scary because it had real life implications as well, like his house did for you. Yeah. It's like, you know, when people are in desperate, really, really desperate times, what could they do? You know, any anybody could be in that position. Like, what are the kind of decisions you will make? Yeah. Just get out of that. Because all of them had debt and people were, you know, they had the loan sharks consistently, like, coming to them, trying to take stuff away from them. Like, so what would you do? So I think that was very sad for mm-hmm. me to watch. But it was definitely scary because when I tell you it was it was trending on Twitter when I that was when I had Twitter. It was trending on Twitter. But nobody was saying what was happening. They just said, yo, watch it. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah. And I usually there's a spoiler somewhere in there. Yeah. Nobody spoiled it, at least not that I saw. So imagine my shock where first episode they say boom, kill people. Yeah. Just like no warning. Yeah. Nothing. They, like when I saw Squid Game, I'm thinking they're playing games. They were playing games, so but it wasn't like it, you know, yeah. Small. You you see what I'm saying? It was more deadly. I, I, yeah. It you wouldn't even know, you wouldn't even like picture that because I I had scrolled past that that a couple of times. It's, you saw it then number one. You're like they're just playing games. Squid Game. Who cares? You know. So you click play. Watch watch watch. Get to the end. I'm not even going to hold you towards the end. I thought that, I don't know why. I thought that when he went to go visit that old man, I thought that all of the people who were killed during the game, which is practically everybody who were, besides him, who were killed during the game, just like the old man was alive, I thought he would just be like, psych. No, it has come together holding hands. Even ice cream. I was like, yeah, I, I thought, like, you know what? He's like, you know, I'm on my dying bed. I'm, I can barely breathe. And he's like, you know, um, it was a game, but I, I just like, I made it out. All these people made it out. And then the guy would look up out in the window, out of the window, and see everybody there. And he realized, they're all, they're all good. They're all, you know. Yeah. That's not what happened. Nope. That's not what happened. If the, hey, that one. Hmm. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. That one, it really shocked me. I had to keep taking pauses. I had to take a break. But I did finish watching it. And I was, sh- when I say shocked, I've never felt like reaching. Uh, actually, I have a couple of times. But in that 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 movie, towards the end, I felt like reaching into the TV and slapping that old man. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. It it was a shocker. It was a, it, it was really really good and shocking. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the only couple of horror movies that I can talk about that actually kind of scared me. Okay, yeah, no, that was a good one. No, I wouldn't classify it as horror, but I see what you mean. That was a good. That movie did give a good scare, sort of like shocking, very shocking. Very I... shocking. Nobody warned you. Not no, like the first one with the. Whether playing the green light, red light, go stop, whatever, <laughs> and then you the bullet. You think it's fun, though? <laughs> I you know. You think it's fun? Yeah. Yep. Hey, and all of a sudden, poof! 
gone. I know. It, it was just yeah, that was that was a crazy one. What speaking of um movies or TV shows that has to do with Asia, did you watch Parasite? Yeah, I did. I cannot remember exactly what happened, but I think it was a little bit about class struggle. Was it were they killing people in that? No, we weren't killing people in Parasite. Parasite was basically this family's attempt to put themselves in the vicinity, to work with this rich family so that they can be well off. So, like, one of the kids started tutoring. The other one started being a house. I think the mother, the mother or wife started being, like, a housemaid, and then the father became a driver. Mm-hmm. And they did all that by just basically getting the other individuals fired, and then turns out, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good movie. Parasite was a good, good movie, and I remember there's this one scene that, it, man, some of these movies have been spectacular. There's, there's this one scene. There was this. There was the rain before, the mm-hmm. the night before it rained, mm-hmm. and they showed the poor family. Mm-hmm. And the poor family, because they were living um, sort of like underground, basically what I would consider a basement, in the mm-hmm. basement type squalor, their house was flooded and everything was ruined and just gone. Everything was destroyed. Mm-hmm. And then the father goes to work the next day and is driving the woman. And the woman, the rich woman sitting in the back of the gar- of the car, she goes... Wow, and she says such. She says something like, "Such clear skies, such a beautiful day. Thank goodness for the rain." Yeah, yeah, and you could see the drive. The father, yeah, and that scene. Their stuff was destroyed. Yes, yeah, that scene, and that um, that sort of reminds me. I'm not. I'm not going to dive too much into it, but that sort of reminds me of um. It, no, nothing to that extreme. I'm just going to say that right there. Nothing to that extreme. But I remember during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how everything was just standing still and everything was just... People were dying and that was... That was yes. the reality that was happening. Yeah. But then there was another reality that was happening, which is that people were just on the internet you know, connecting with each, with each other and having a really good time. The amount yeah. of um dumb shit that came out of COVID, like and I think TikTok exploded with people doing dances and mm-hmm. having fun. And even myself, you know, I got into running and I did a lot of cool things. And it's just interesting to think of that juxtaposition where, you know, so uh, an event, just the event itself, mm-hmm. can have widely different effect on just the people experiencing it you know because mm-hmm. the rain obviously destroyed one person's house but for the other person it brought it brought clear skies yeah and you know covid a lot of people lost their loved ones and a lot of people were dancing on tiktok and like me were baking bread and muffins and going on runs so it's just it's very interesting to to just think about yeah and some people gave birth. I feel like a lot of people brought life into the world during that time. I mean, it, they were still, but you know, it was it was a 
It was a very interesting time, and you're right, you know. And even even just in life in general, you know, there's we like to think we're all living the same kind of reality, but not really. No, um, that's why the perspectives can be so different. The realities, it's one one world, but different realities, different perspectives. Um, so exactly, get to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, especially when you're trying to compare, please, you know, I think that's one of the the reasons why we shouldn't really be comparing yeah that's true yeah yeah because I think it was um you know that whole mindset of like oh we want to be like them that they were like okay let's try to get the whole family into this Mm -hmm. this house and try to take what they have because they look like they're happy they look like they got it all together yeah Um, they also don't um so it's just yeah Lots of lessons on there, class, classism, a lot, a lot of things. And yeah, I remember that scene. That was a very, very heartbreaking scene. That, oof. Mm-hmm. Very heartbreaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Not a good movie. Wouldn't classify it as horror, but really good movie. Yeah, I think it won an Oscar. It better has, because that was a great movie. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so my, the one that I want to talk about, I think I've talked about it before. I don't know if I've talked about this TV on this TV show, on this podcast, um, Black Mirror. Oh, I've watched that. Oh my gosh. There's a, there's an episode in there that, oh, scary, but go ahead. Which one is that? Um, one of them that's really, really scary was the one where they kept like living the same thing over and over again and then they realize it and they try to like run away like leave the simulation mm-hmm. but then get get up right back in it so like they there's so many versions of them that try to run away and just kind of gets deleted and rebooted back into the simulation i'm trying to remember to that one it's like it's a it's a a, a man and a woman so basically it's um oh they, it's the one where they, they do the dating app thing oh hang the dj is that what it is yep I don't know. yeah so where they, they do the dating app thing and basically the dating app lets you know how long you're going to spend with somebody you know and you can choose to be with that person spend that time and literally when it tells you you have to leave the person you leave the person or if it tells you you are going to be together with that person forever you be with that person forever mm-hmm. and so these two people they match with other people and you know they're going through the time frames breaking up going through time frames or whatever and you kind of just wait it out to the last second of when it says okay now you're supposed to break up and then you just kind of leave and they just keep fi- they just keep um like bumping into each other and deciding to be with each other over and over and over again except like when they make that decision the thing kind of like reboots them yeah and you start all over again yeah yeah i remember yeah yeah so that was that was really scary because ooh, like you know what if like what if that is like what if life is like a simulation that's a bit scary bro you just yeah you just believe the same thing over and over and over again you know when you something new and it's really not and especially with how fast ai and all this technology stuff is developing um to the point where like you know some people like some people are letting ai tell them what to do how to move you know all that stuff yeah 
it's it's scary. Yeah. Yeah, that, I I I vaguely remember that episode, but I do know what you were talking about. They they had to relieve the simulation like multiple times. But that's a that's a common thread among um through Black Mirror. I remember there's there's one ep- there's one particular episode that I'm going to talk about. Um, but it's not this one. This one that I'm talking about is this um punishment system in Black Mirror where you can experience like a thousand of the same days in a day. So basically what happens is that this, um, as a punishment system, they would extract sort of like your consciousness and put it in a cube. And then your cube can be in prison for, uh, I mean, no, your consciousness. Am I saying this? am I explaining this right? Your consciousness can be in prison for like a thousand years. We're living the same day over and over and over again. And it's just a day in the real world. I remember the whole I'm not gonna go through the episode, but this guy, he um his actions caused the little girl to die and Towards the end of the episode, the the police officers were just like, I think it was like December twenty third, December twenty fourth, and they were just gonna say, they were just like, let's just leave him there for Christmas, and then they said, you know, set it to like a thousand years or to like a thousand days or something. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so for that twenty four hour period, that the guy who um his actions caused the little girl to die, his psyche, his consciousness was in a prison, living the same day. <laughs> For either a thousand days or a thousand years, which none of them sound ideal, but a thousand years is a little bit worse. But I mean, you just, they just one day. That's <laughs> scary. Two days, that's a lot. Like, yeah. So what happened was that you just saw it going like you just saw the guy living the same day over and over and over and over, and obviously it drove him insane. Has to. Yeah. Yeah. So that reminds me of. So that's a that's a common thread through the whole um, Black Mirror thing where you know they can make your psyche or your simulation or whatever live multiple like multiple lifetimes or the same boring as day that drives you crazy um but the episode that i want to talk about is a is an episode called white bear and white bear is an interesting episode of black mirror this isn't any of the new stuff this isn't the older stuff though so white bear starts out with this with this um, woman and she's being sort of like chased. She's being chased by people who are trying to kill her. And she's asking for help because there are people around her. She's Mm -hmm. asking for help and no one is helping her. And they're just like taking out their phone to like film what's going on. And she's running through the city or the town, or the whatever, asking for help, and no one wants to help her, and they're just filming in. And so she meets these two people who say they're gonna help her. And the girl, one of the girls, is like, you know, a virus overtook everybody, and you know, now they just watch things. They don't really do anything. We're trying to get out. We're trying to do this. And so the girl thinks, okay, cool. I found people who are gonna help me. Yada. yada. So great, 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 great. So they escape the city and they escape everything and then towards the end the girl thinks the woman thinks like oh yeah i'm free we're finally gonna be free and then turns out they weren't actually trying to save her so what was happening in 
in the whole episode was that she was in prison. That was her method of punishment for the crime that she committed, which was a pretty horrific crime, what she did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was her punishment for the crime that she committed. And I don't want to really get into the crime, but the episode that the reason I'm talking about it because it brings like when I watched it and a couple of friends and I watched it, it brought up a question of if it's ethical to do that to someone because her punishment was her thinking that she was going to be killed, you know, and that no one was going to help her. However, the person who was being punished doesn't remember that she committed a crime because they wiped her memory. So the aim of the, of her punishment was to make her feel as terrified as her victim did. But then it becomes like you're punishing someone who is technically innocent because they don't understand what they've done. Mm -hmm. And I understand that that's your point, but you're kind of doing something really, really, really bad because the woman that you're torturing and thinking she's going to die, she doesn't understand why she's she's experiencing that. We, the audience, understand that. You understand why you're doing that, but she doesn't. So yeah. it became like a, a like a, a discussion about the ethics of um is that like is that ethical? I think all around the board everybody said hell no, but what do you think? <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, none of that sounds okay to me. Yeah. None of that sounds okay to me, but I can see how like you know someone would think that's a good punishment. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't sound okay to me, but I also do wonder if the person knew, and the person was being punished in that way with the full knowledge. Mm-hmm. I still think it have the same effect because I think that generally as humans, and I'm bringing this outside of the movies, mm-hmm. you can do something wrong, mm-hmm. but the minute something wrong is being done to you, you, you feel the emotions mm-hmm. and it's not good. Yeah. You That's know, true. so you still, you still feel like, you know, it's, it's kind of like I, every time I watch a movie, I always, my brain always gets so confused. Like let's say when somebody like hurts somebody else and then let's say somebody else comes back to like, you know, get revenge. Mm-hmm. That person starts pleading for mercy and being like, Oh my, I'm so sorry that I, and I'm like, bro, how can you understand your feelings towards that? But you couldn't understand it when you were the one inflicting hurt and pain towards somebody. It doesn't make sense. But that's yeah. how us humans are. It's just kind of weird. So I, th- I feel like it, it'd be, the results would be the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that. You know, but it was just, um, yeah, that was, a, that was interesting. That was a very interesting one. And another another thing that it has to do with, like, sort of relating it back to the real world, you know? There's this there's this thing that I came across called... Um, so, you know how... Well, duh, obviously, people go to prison, right? You know how people go to pr- prison? And in this case, the, I don't want to say the crime is irrelevant because I'm not the person that was offended. But the point is that there are people who have been in prison for a really long time and because of that they're like 60 year olds in prisons and 70 year old in prison mm-hmm. and a real reality is that there are some people in prison who don't remember the crimes that they commit mm-hmm. and I remember coming across this 
sort of like a program that they're trying to they're trying to implement called um it's like a compassion compassionate release program mm -hmm. releasing um criminals who are um they're basically too old to cause harm to the community mm -hmm. and uh, some of them don't even remember the, that they committed a crime because and again i'm saying this as someone who hasn't had a wrong against her mm -hmm. but if you're punishing someone who doesn't know that they've done a crime mm -hmm. it's like in my head that's sort of that's sort of cruel because that person for for lack of a better term no longer exists the person who committed that crime they don't know what they're doing in that um in that situation it's no longer who they are and again like i said no one has ever committed a horrific crime against me so mm -hmm. uh, that's why i'm singing this tune but um i just yeah, thought, like, I, yeah no, I, I think that's a really tough conversation to have because yeah. at the end of the day the people who were affected are going to remember that forever whether that person changes or, or remembers or not and they're their life, you know, will be defined depending on what the situation is. Yeah. You know, by, by that that moment and they're gonna remember that. So I mean that I guess that's where I always say justice should be served. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I know like I mean, even in the United States, like there you can think of like so many situations where things were done so like long ago. Mm -hmm. And we basically in this country, I think it's a great example. We we see how that's affected. Yeah today mm -hmm. that was years ago yep. and you know you still have people fighting for for certain things certain rights you know to get so it, it you know it's it's it depends i guess it also it depends on like what side you're standing on yeah yeah so yeah yeah but very I mean, complicated but yeah it is very complicated but i remember um when i watched that episode of black man i just thought about the the people who are um also fighting for the elderly people to be released based on compassion. I was just like, mm -hmm. that that's something. That's that's very interesting. There mm -hmm. are thing I'm so happy that there are people above my pay grade trying to figure this stuff out because that would not be me. <laughs> like yeah. I would not want to be the person who sits there trying to figure out what to do in this situation. So Yeah. Yeah. And still stand on Black Mirror. This is one of the this is one of the last things that I'm going to talk about, but this is from the recent Black Mirror episode. And it's about, so I don't know if you remember a while back, but it's when we talked about our Squid, because we did talk about Squid Game a while back in one yes. of our episodes. And I remember you um, pointed out that, you know, I watch like a lot of real uh, like documentary about serial killers and stuff like Listen, that. If you were not gonna bring it up, I was gonna bring it up because I was like, "Ma'am, you're talking about movies and shows that may not be real, but you over here watching documentaries about real things and scary, awful things that have happened, and I just can't wrap my head around it because I feel like that's scarier. That's well, because it's. Would be happy to know that i don't know if you'd be happy i don't know how invested you are but i kind of don't no longer watch stuff like that anymore like the serial killer documentaries and stuff Yay. like that Yay. i no longer watch it and it's kind of interesting because the episode of black mirror that i'm about to talk about sort of um validates my reason for not doing it 
Mm-hmm. So when I was younger, I was obsessed with the whole serial killer things. I remember I used to be a lot into James Patterson, and I yeah. wanted to be like an FBI right. agent. You and were stuff gonna like be that. like a, you were gonna be a forensic scientist. I I remember yes. literally we're gonna go into college and have that as a degree and do mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. I was I was obsessed with that stuff, and if you and one of one of the things that I learned is that the FBI the FBI has this they have a website and they have um letters that are out for the public to try to decode. So I used to be obsessed with stuff like that, but I'm no longer into that. And I'm gonna sort of talk about this episode of Black Mirror, and I'm, then I'm gonna explain why. Mm-hmm. So the episode of Black Mirror is called Lock Henry. Mm-hmm. And it talks about this guy and his girlfriend, and they go visit the quaint little town of somewhere in the United Kingdom. I don't know where. Might be Wales, yeah. might be Ireland. I don't know. But they went and visited the quaint little town of somewhere in the United Kingdom, and then they're trying to do um a documentary about some boring ass egg. But then they found out that hold on, there's a real story here a bunch of murders were committed in this town and nobody knows anything about it. Mm-hmm. And the girl, she's like, let's do a documentary about this instead. And so they start doing documentary um, about the murders. Yeah. And they find out, and these two, the girl and the guy, they're both filmmakers in school. So they find out that, um, that the guy's parents were the murderers. Yeah. So that's what they find out. And that's not even the sure that's a twist, whatever. But the guy now takes this story and sort of does a documentary of him and his girlfriend, who by the way was murdered by his mother. Um okay. <laughs> the guy takes the story of him of them finding out that his parents were the murderers and sells it, and it becomes one of the Biggest documentary ever. He won a BAFTA award for it. He won. He wins accolades. Everybody loves it, and everybody's just like, "This is amazing. This is epic. This is yada yada yada." And then towards the end of the of the of the episode, the guy just goes back into his room and he sits down, and you can just see that he's just a shell. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. He's just a shell of himself, and he's just sitting there, just like nothing. Yeah, and I watched that, and I remember thinking, you know, this is the reason why I don't watch these type of shows anymore. Mm-hmm. Because before Lock Henry came out, I don't know if you remember, but there was this there was this um TV show about Jeffrey Dahmer that came out. Mm-hmm. It was on Netflix, and TikTok was obsessed with it, and I yeah, that was really weird. I I just will never <laughs> understand those. I didn't watch it, um, but I still would not. Because we were, like, making jokes and, like, making it yes. it was cool and all this. And I'm like, uh, no, no, like, please. You know, I, I feel like there's just some yeah. things you don't want to joke around with. I, yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree. And I remember um, I uh, it has one of my favorite actors, the guy who played Jeffrey Dahmer. I absolutely love him as an actor. He's spectacular. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't watch it because I just remember thinking – to myself, like, imagine the how the victims will feel. Yeah. Because um, we have um America, especially. I don't know about other countries, but I can speak to America, the U.S. because I live here. But we have this fascination with serial killers that sort of glorifies them. Mm-hmm. But then it's like 
what about the victims? And I remember when I saw that they made this movie on Jeffrey Dahmer, for, like for years now, I have not been interested. Well, maybe, maybe not for years, for like a year now, I've not been interested in those um in those type of like serial killer type stuff. But I just remember when this show about Jeffrey Dahmer came out, I was just like, well, I'm not watching this nonsense. Like, what about, um, and I'm not talking about, non- the quality of the movie was probably great. I'm not talking, that's not why it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. I just remember thinking to myself, I would not watch this. And the reason that I thought about it was just, um, you know, the victims of this stuff. How are they going to feel with people glorifying? And because that's what they would do. That's what the movie did. Not that, um, let me put it this way. It doesn't, um, it doesn't really glor. It makes him seem like he was cool. He was funny. He was this guy with character. Yeah. He's no longer this people who brutalized and tormented families and took people's lives. He's just this humans. And then Any some human, people, yeah. So yeah, they is- focusing on the focusing on the crime. It was like this was the person behind the crime. Yes, and I understand that again for some purposes you don't want to. You don't want to like just vilify everybody, but but in the case of people like Jeffrey Dahmer, I think it's important not to um how does it not humanize him, but basically what again my biggest issue was that the victims always get lost in in the obsession with the with someone like Jeffrey Dahmer. And so when Lock Henry came out, the Black Mirror episode, and you could see the effect of how the whole serial killer culture has on the people who are, who are affected by it. Because if you watch it towards the end, this dude is just literally just a shell and he's not excited. You, the look on his face is just a blank look. He's just, he's just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. So I remember just watching. I was just like, "Yeah, damn, that's rough." You know, he was affected by it in such a way, and you know, he's profiting off it. People are profiting off it, but you know, his basically his soul is gone. Like his yeah. road to live is gone. So mm-hmm. I think that was um that was yeah that was a very interesting episode. I I really like that one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I would say it also kind of reminds me of like when actors take on roles that are like really, really like tough where they have to play like, let's say, a Jeffrey Dahmer or like something else where they had to, you know, hurt people or, you you know, be in the other side where it's not so good. Yeah. Talk about it. They typically have to do a lot of work to get mm-hmm. out of that and get out of that feeling. And it can be it can be difficult. You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah. That's true. There's some. I know there's some actors who I can't really think of. I, I wish I could think of some names, but they can't get out of characters, mm-hmm. and that sometimes lead them to like a mental break. Yeah, which that's so interesting because I'm just like, isn't it just play pretend? But nah, they be believing that stuff like intensely, and honestly, that, that comes through. That comes through. I was gonna say, like, how do you think we sit over here being interested and be like, oh my gosh, she's so good. Oh my gosh, she's so. You know, like, I, for example, um, look at um, um, Carrie Washington. She has a book out, which I have to read. But she said something that was very, very um, important. And, and I hope more people thought about it more. So she played Olivia Pope, Olivia Pope in Scandal. And mm-hmm. she was just saying that, you know, it kind of worries her that people have started looking to characters to save them. 
she was like when you know the whole January 6th or something was it January 6th mm-hmm. um, happened and she was like she was on Twitter and people were literally like Olivia Pope go fix it Olivia Pope and she's like it's almost like they forget Olivia Pope is a character <laughs> I'm not that and I'm not gonna lie I actually did do something along the lines I tweeted at the Avengers and I said hey now's the time and there was a little <laughs> girl what it's like listen guys if there was ever a time for you guys to show up it's now yeah Um, and there was i think it was a part of me that almost believed that i know it's not real Mm -hmm. but there's a part of me that it's like oh my gosh this thing i've been seeing the movies what if they come and save us like they do in the movies and it's very very dangerous but again that's how good they are at their role that's how good they are at their jobs that we almost replace that for reality. You, Gary. yeah, I, I, I agree with you. But you know what's interesting? Have you heard of the TV show The Boys? The Voice. The Boys. B O Y S. No, no. So the TV show The Boys, I one hundred percent recommend it. It is not a horror, however, it's about superheroes. But the reason I love it is that it shows what happens, what would happen if superheroes existed in the real world. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, it's not good. I'm sure, I'm sure. I it's mean, we, not- we can see it on on the regular shows like the Marvel and all that stuff. We can see the damage they do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a good show. Because all... No... The- <laughs> I would, I just always I would say to watch it because it's like they work for profit. That's basically it. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's very interesting. It's one of those shows that you watch and you're just like, oh damn. Um, but anyways, yeah. But no, people have started turning to um characters. Personally, I for me, I know my whole thing is like the doctor. You know, I, I don't do it like out loud. I'm just, but I'm just like, bet this wouldn't happen if the doctor was around. Right. Yeah, no, I um Carrie Car- was saying, you know, I am a fan of Carrie Washington. Um I just I just think she's a pretty cool human being. Um, but she was basically saying how like recently she had so she because of the whole Je- January sixth situation and people calling on Oliver Pope and all that stuff, she decided to get more into activism, you know, and she's like, you know, even though I'm not this person, I can basically shed a light and give a, a platform to the people who actually do this work yeah uh, so that's that's why she's been doing more stuff on social media just trying to bring awareness and things like that because yes people joke around and say you know Olivia Pope and all that stuff but they are real people who are putting their their life on the line and are putting time and effort just to to help other people and stuff like that so she's that's the work that she's been doing in addition to everything else that she's doing. And she was saying how recently <laughs> when she w- went to the White House to visit um, the vice president um, and people were like, oh my gosh, she's back. Olivia Pope is back. Oh my and goodness. Like, you know, it, it's it's so interesting um, because again, for like everybody else, you know, in our brains, especially when you like the character, you it makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. But she is the character and she knows that that doesn't make sense because there are people that I'm sure have spoken to her like she was Olivia Pope and she's like, oh, yeah. what's wrong with your brain? Like, guys, that's the problem. Like, we need to snap out of it 
it's entertainment <laughs> it's not like there are real people like that because i think um the character of the pop was based i i know is based on a real woman who's like a fixer here in dc and stuff like that mm-hmm. and um Kerry Washington has this woman's phone number and, and stuff like that. So, you know, she 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 has this person. So that person's a real person, but Olivia Pope, the character, is not a real person. And so that yeah. it, it can be a bit worrisome. Um to some of this um celebrities, some people are like acting like they're, you know, their characters. I will say um this one is a little bit of pop culture, but when um Joe Jonas and his spouse mm-hmm. whose name I cannot for the life of me remember Sophia Turner yes oh my god thank you thank you um Sophia T- um, Turner mm-hmm. when they were get they're in the process of getting a divorce tell me why I'm on TikTok again I don't really follow these people but once in a while I'm on TikTok and I see stuff you know it's pop culture and people are like oh she's the queen of this she's she's playing chess not checkers the queen, and they're referring to her character in Game of Thrones. I haven't watched yeah. Game of Thrones, so I don't know anything about that character. But it yeah. was just the weirdest thing for me. Because yeah. I'm like, no, she's a, you, you realize that you're like a different, it's a, she's a human being, a person, not yeah. that character, but like people were literally like, oh, how can he do this to a queen? And the way she's not speaking, because she's doing queen moves and all the, it was literally about a whole character and not even about the actual person and it was just weird and yeah. I feel like if you're in that kind of a position it can be kind of scary that people yeah. don't think about you as a human being they're thinking about you as your character yeah that's a little trip you know what I'm talking about scary horror that's a little scary yeah because some people are really their minds literally like like lights them to make them think like for like for the most part it's entertainment but some people really believe like oh no this is that person mm. yeah scary yeah i see what you mean yeah yes yep okay cool um how about this um switch gears a little bit and let's talk about the top 10 scary movies okay this is according to editorial rotten tomatoes okay and rotten tomatoes they're always doing um, rankings of movies and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I think people usually look at that to be like, is this a good movie? Is this not a good movie? What was it rated? Stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Can you guess what the number one scary movie, according to Rotten Tomatoes, is? Night of the Living Dead. No, The Exorcist. Yo, shit, that was scary. I have not watched it. I don't, I don't even plan to. Number two, I'm going to try my best to say this right, Hereditary. Oh, that was also scary. How come you didn't say it? Anyways, that's fine. Um, So this is number two. Number three, I've heard this one, The Conjuring. Eh, that was okay. Have not watched that, and I'm A-okay, never want watching that. Um, Number four, The Shining. Haven't watched that, but I wouldn't know if I'll classify that as scary, though. Good, but scary? Yeah. Okay, number five, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm, that was scary yeah not watched it the ring number six that was very scary yes not watched that um number seven halloween yeah i can i can see why yeah okay apparently had jamie lee curtis that's the only person yeah it did yeah it's a good movie all right number eight sinister that was scary (laughs) 
Never watched it. Number nine, Insidious. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was scary. Number ten, It. Oh, I, I haven't watched this it. one. I heard about it and I heard it was scary. I have no intentions of watching any of those. That's okay. The the people that love it can keep it. They can keep it. Man, I have watched a lot of the movies in that. I've pretty much watched like almost all the movies. Yeah. 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 Hereditary was very. It was scary, and it was scary because like, so I I don't know why. Okay, I, I don't even know how to put this, but it wasn't like your typical horror movie. Like it wasn't really like relied on jump scares or anything like that. It was just scary because it seems like um and basically there's this whole cult thing going on, but it was like normal people doing some crazy shit. I don't know. It was it was it was kind of scary. So that was a mm-hmm. scary movie for sure. Um the other movies were also scary, I'm not gonna lie. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. There was also one that I was gonna talk about, but it just totally slipped my mind, and I heard I remembered it just listening to that list, but not hereditary. Um, this one I didn't watch, but it's supposed to be also um kind of scary. It's like a midsummer. Yeah. It's supposed to be about cults and stuff like that. So. Hey. 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 <laughs> ไม่เอาดิโอเคไม่เอาดิไม่เอาดิไม่เอาดิไม่เอาดิไม่เอาดิไม่เอาดิไม่เอาดิไม่เอาดิไม่เอาดิไม่เอาดิไม่เอาด
be scared of that already. Um, mm-hmm. That's the most you're going to get out of me. But maybe my sister will watch it and maybe be like, oh my gosh, I checked it out. But let us know. I'd still like to know what your scary horror movies, favorite ones are, not so favorite ones are, ones that you think are overrated, underrated. Let us know all of it, you know? I, I can still talk about it even though I didn't watch it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it for me, guys. Narissa, do you have any last words? Yeah, I just want to say enjoy Halloween and hopefully y'all get some candy because that's one of the fun parts about Halloween is the candy. Yeah, I feel like I can't even enjoy candy as much anymore. But for the people that love it, enjoy it. And- I'll have cake. The fuck? Oh, I don't mm-hmm. even care for cake. My gosh. I don't care for Halloween. I don't care for candy. I don't care for cake, man. Okay, well, Chipotle cake. usually have like Five dollar burrito bowls. If you're a college student dressed Ooh. in a costume. Oh, uh, well, well. They don't have to know that you're not a college student. Just dress in a costume. Go to Chipotle's around a college campus. They usually have five dollar burrito bowl. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Because I was yeah. gonna say, ma'am, you you are listing the options, and I fit none of them. I fit none of them. But you know what? Child, I can in lie. The future, you know what I could possibly do in the future? Maybe like dress up. I think that could be fun. Um, yeah. Up, putting up a, a costume or something together. I think that that could be fun. But that's that's the most I'm going to do during Halloween, on Halloween. That's about it. But yes, guys, that is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed this. If you're a bit scared, maybe you can watch a cartoon like I usually do or read a really nice book or something or sister who doesn't get scared easily well have fun with your horror movies i was gonna say another tip if you're scared of a movie you just watch watch behind the scenes of how the movie is being made so you get to see like the actors being silly and the quote-unquote scary things being funny and and silly and it just also helps so It does. It really does. Different folks, different strokes, different all of that, okay? At least you're getting different perspectives on this podcast. That's the most I would say. Well, guys, um, we're going to go. Have a great day. Bye.